beside the railway line. First up is something white, of the blinding kind. Some of you are most likely thinking white is not really a color, and all of that tired sort of nonsense. Well, I'm here to tell you that it is. White is without question a color, and personally, I don't think you want to argue with me. A reassuring announcement. Please be calm, despite that previous threat. I am all bluster. I'm not violent. I'm not malice. I am a result. Yes, it is white. I felt as though the whole globe was dressed in snow, like it pulled it on the way you pull on a sweater. Next to the train line, footprints were sunken into their shins. Trees wore blankets of ice. As you might expect, someone had died. They couldn't just leave him on the ground. For now, it wasn't such a problem, but very soon, the track ahead would be cleared and the train would need to move on. There were two guards. There was one mother and her daughter. One corpse. The mother, the girl, and the corpse remained stubborn and silent. Well, what else do you want me to do? The guards were tall and short. The tall one always spoke first, though he was not in charge. He looked at the smaller, round one. The one with the juicy, red face. Well, was the response, we can't just leave them like this, can we? The tall one was losing patience. Why not? And the smaller one damn near exploded. He looked up at the tall one's chin and cried, Spence do. Are you stupid? The appearance on his cheeks was growing thicker by the moment. His skin widened. Come on, he said, traipsing over the snow. We'll carry all three of them back if we have to. We'll notify the next stop. As for me, I had already made the most elementary of mistakes. I can't explain to you the severity of my self-disappointment. Originally, I had done everything right. I studied the blinding white snow sky who stood at the window of the moving train. I practically inhaled it, but still I wavered. I buckled, I became interested in the girl. Curiosity got the better of me, and I resigned myself to stay as long as my schedule allowed, and I watched. Twenty-three minutes later, when the train was stopped, I climbed out with them. A small soul was in my arms. I stood a little to the right. The dynamic train guard duo made their way back to the mother, the girl, and the small male corpse. I clearly remember that my breath was loud that day. I'm surprised the guards didn't notice me as they walked by. The world was sagging now, under the weight of all that snow. Perhaps ten meters to my left, the pale, empty-stomached girl was standing, frost-stricken. Her mouth jittered. Her cold arms were folded. Tears were frozen to the book thief's face.